It's the place you go when you finish your show Where your two best friends, our names are Max and Ben We're self-proclaimed television experts It's reality alert To infinity and beyond! Yes, that's right. <laughs> We're reality alert and we are here live with Nico Palalis from F-Boy Island Season 2. Nico, how's it going? It is going well, guys. Uh, that was great. That was a good start. I love the Buzz Lightyear reference. Yeah. Here with our main man, Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> For those who don't know, we have been calling Nico Buzz all season because he looks like the live-action Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. But that's a great compliment, Nico. It's a great compliment. Everybody loves Buzz. Yeah. You know what? I'll, I'll take it. There could be worse things, which ironically, the first time I ever heard it was actually from Tamaris on – F-Boy Island. And then That's funny. I came home and obviously the, sh- the movie came out and it's just been. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So she was saying it even before the movie came out. That's crazy. Yeah. I think well, her reference to it on the show, and this is like an off camera thing. It was like Tom's Tom's the cowboy, right? And, yeah. cowboy hat. and so I was Buzz. And, and he's Woody. Like, oh, okay. Like, well, that was Buzz and Woody, but the movie came out and. <laughs> The guy got hair now. I kind of see it. I got to admit it. <laughs> well, you know, Tamaris is a bruja. She can see into the future. So she yeah, knew the movie was going to come out. She knew what was right. happening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she has very special powers. I like your shirt, by the way, Nico. For our audio listeners, Nico's wearing a shirt that says, Nice guy. So that's all the confirmation you need. <laughs> Nico yeah. is a nice guy. He's got the shirt and everything. Got it uh, as a gift from Buddy, and I was like, okay. We did like a little premiere party here in Chicago, and he's like, got you a gift. And I was like, do I have to wear it now? <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> he's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, Nico, how did you end up on F-Boy Island? Yeah, good question. So my story's a little bit different than most. Um, so I was actually casted to be the lead of another show. Um, which I won't say because you never know what happened. But um, long story short, it was um, the show, and um, I got an interview uh, for from one of the executive producers. Or I'm sorry, interview. I got a call from one of the executive producers, and he's like, "Hey, you know, I know you're interviewing for this before. Would you think about um, coming and doing this other tropical dating show?" And I was like, "I'm sorry, I can't. I'm doing this. I'm a lead for this other show." And he's like listen, man, trust me, this show's gonna be a lot better. Like take my word for it. And I was like, okay, fine, let's do it. So kind of screwed over the other show. And with a blind leap of faith, um, not even three days before um, I left, I found out I was going to Cabo. So all I knew was wow. I'm going to a tropical dating show. Um, there was nothing about F boys. There was nothing about nice guys. And it wasn't until I got my plane ticket actually three days before I called the producer and I was like, okay, so I'm going to Cabo, but like, what are we doing? And <laughs> the guy's like, all right, like kind of like, don't freak out, but there's award money at the end. And I was like, oh, okay, like whatever. It's just like an added bonus. And then he's like, also you don't change anything. You're just, you be you. It's a dating show for you. You're going to be labeled as a nice guy. And half the other guys are F boys. And I was like, all right, what did I just sign up for, man? And, he kind of gave me the premise and he's just like, yeah, man, you, your game doesn't change. You just, it's a dating show. And now there's an added bonus of some money in the end. And so I was like, okay, cool. 
cool. So you had never heard of F Boy Island before that then? I had never heard of it. And I didn't watch the show till I was, we had to quarantine for a week and I watched it on my phone uh, in the hotel room. And what did you think of it? I loved it, man. I, I think it's, I think it's, I mean, obviously I'm biased being on it, on it, but <laughs> we've just seen the, the, the dating show where it's like love, 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 happy ever after. Um, and this is, this is just comedy. There's, there's crazy twists and they just make light of modern day dating. Like they, like the, the term F boy is a buzz term. That's very socially accept or accept or like, you know, used in today's dating and, you know, Nikki Glazer making light of, you know, kind of you know, the comedy aspect of it. It's like something we haven't seen before. So I just think it's very refreshing and yeah. an alternative to what modern day dating is like. Yeah. So are you happy that you made the choice to go on the show instead of waiting to see if the other show where you would have been a lead worked out? Uh, so I'm happy. So ultimate, I say this. So my experience with FYI Island, I couldn't be more thankful. I, I truthfully did learned so much about myself and like, like I was the type of dude before that was like, I didn't like to show like emotions cause I saw it as a weakness and I didn't want to like seem vulnerable or like I'm an outgoing and eccentric person, but like to actually let someone in uh, is a different story. And I, 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 mean, I got to thank F. Wyland and, and Tamaris for helping me figure that out. Like in my, in a, in a perfect world, like when you think about your wife or your forever person, you should be able to let them in and they should see, you for you, all your flaws, all of your good parts about you. And if they can accept that and you've given them a hundred percent, in my mind, that's your best type of love. And I'm not saying I gave 110%, but I got to a place personally for me that it was like, okay, I, this is making me a better man. I get it now. I'm going to be better to my one day forever person. So I'm, I'm extremely grateful of that. But um, to answer your question, it just kind of stinks because like I did, I put it all out there. I learned a lot about myself, but I just, it was, I, I wasn't playing with a full deck, you know, I, yeah. the, plot, the plot twist is kind of like, shoot, like there's nothing I can do about it. So while I'm thankful for F. Allen and, and, and Tamaris in the show, I just wish I could have gone for a nice girl. I wish I could have, you know, what I signed up for was a dating show. Um, and I was going into an open arms, um, to try to make the most of the experience. And I think I did that to an extent. Again, I just, I keep saying it. Like I, I truthfully am so thankful for what I learned about myself and the person, the man that I've become, but, um, to do that and then be like, Oh, you actually never really had a chance. It's just kind of like, shoot, you know, I wish I'd, I could have gone for a nice girl and actually gave the dating experience. I thought I was signing up for, um, the real chance. Mm-hmm. So in, in the beginning, like you, you were given nice guy. So I'm assuming that based on what you said, if you had been given the choice between nice guy and F boy, you would have picked nice guy because you wanted to find a real connection. Yeah, exactly. That was, I didn't even know F boy was a thing. But if you did know it was a thing and you were given the chance, you think you would have chosen nice guy, right? No, it, it, will, it was, uh, listen, I'm, <laughs> I'm 29 years old. I'm not like, uh, there was like when I was in college, you know, maybe I wasn't looking for a wife, but I mean, I'm at the point in my life, like, you know, I want to be the young, cool dad. I want to, you know, I know who <laughs> I I've, I've figured out, you know, kind of the person who I am. And, and so, yeah, it was, it was always a nice guy. For you me. don't want to be the fun uncle, like, like, Brian. <laughs> I was actually just with him on, uh, on Monday. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> How's he doing? He's doing great. He's doing real good. He's uh he's launching an app here pretty soon. I probably should air his business out, but yeah, he's doing good. Um, I actually might be back down there for for business uh tomorrow, so I might just spend the weekend with him out there in Scottsdale. Now, what does do he do? have a shirt that says Fun Uncle on it? Yeah. No, but he has a uh, he's making a, a hats that are it's nice girl. This is this, but girl. Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, okay. interesting. <laughs> what is your profession again, Nico? I'm in medical device sales. So I work in brain oh. and spine. Oh, cool. Oh, wow. Cool. Um, so when uh, did you connect? Did you ever connect with Louise or Mia at all, or were you always just with Tamaris? Like in the beginning, it it, it did seem like you were just on Tamaris. But was there ever any temptation towards Louise or Mia? Yeah. So. <laughs> There, there was. So one thing that I did, so again, like I went into this for a full dating experience and I think I might be the only guy and you, and you kind of see it in the beginning. Like someone sits down, we're talking about Peter and I just randomly like, Hey, Luis, do you want to go talk? Like, let's let these guys argue about where Peter and me are. So I had a long time with Luis. And then I also had a long time with, um, with, uh, Mia. So, I think it was one of the, maybe if not the only guy that actually, cause I wanted to see, talk to each girl, what you don't know is what yeah. you don't. So I, I did, I got to have conversations with all of them and, you know, look hindsight's 2020. Like I, I I'm good friends with them now. It's just with in Miami for the finale with all three girls and stinks. Cause Mia and Louise are two very nice girls. And I'm like, yeah, maybe, I don't know. What if, but, um, Tamara showed interest in me. And then that kind of drew like that, that connection where, you know, when it was kind of like, Oh, she's into me. And that kind of intensified it for me. And that's what really solidified it. So, um, yeah, I had the conversation, but yeah, it was, it was pretty much always Tamaris for me. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you had a lot in common with Tamaris or was it mostly just her interest that pushed? That um, I do. I think we did have a lot in common. I think, you know, we're both kind of we call it how we see it. Um, we're kind of a little bit like free spirited and spont and spontaneous. Um, there's definitely some fundamental differences um, which, and, you know, obviously, you know, a lot, know a lot more about her now, probably just like post-show, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, there is, there is definitely some things. I think that was what, you know, I would personally call like where we got pretty deep just cause you know, we were just kind of compatible in, in that manner. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So speaking of those fundamental differences, Nico, when we interviewed Tamaris last week, uh, she said when we when we talked to her about you being a nice guy, she said that you actually had some f boy tendencies. <laughs> yeah, we really had we really pushed her on this, and it took us a while to really get to the crux of that. We we will go into that. She didn't give us anything though. She really didn't tell I mean, us. Anything. She gave us a little bit, which we will get into. But what what do you have to say to to just the idea of her just saying that you do have some f boy tendencies? Do you rebut that? Do you agree with it? What what do you have to say to that? So I'll say two things. <laughs> I think the first thing is um, I saw that. I saw the clip you guys posted. I haven't seen the interview yet, but um, that took me off guard. She actually messaged me about it and was like, hey. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, like say sorry. Like, these guys covered me with questions. So, <laughs> Oh, it's our fault. Yeah. It's always, I, so I, it's always our fault. Yeah. I, I don't know what she said exactly. Um <laughs> It's like the gift that keeps on giving. It's like she's already stabbed me, and now she's just twisting it around. Wow! <laughs> but, no, I love this. I love this cast, Max. I love. I, it. I gotta say that, that 
that definitely caught me off guard a little bit. a lot happening behind the scenes uh, about our interviews these days. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Like, <laughs> I'll say this. Like, as far as, like, Night Sky F-Boy goes, like, I'm definitely not an F-Boy. My thing is, like, that's a manipulative person that has an agenda that it's almost, like, narcissistic and sociopathic in that they're just there for themselves. They're, they're lying to women. I, I would never do that. I, I'm, I'm too old for that crap. Like, that is just not yeah. Fundamentally, like my, I'm looking for a nice girl, you know, the right person. And, you know, I'm actively dating to eventually be married, have kids and, and do that whole thing. But I would say sometimes I could toe the line in the way that, you know, I'm outgoing and I consider myself an energetic person where, but that's where I want to be. I don't want to be, and this is not a slight at Tom at all, but like Tom's the type of guy that is literally the, and I hate this to use his phrase as a nice guy, but like Tom is more so like the nice guy, nice try or nice guys finish last because it's almost too nice. Like I can be flirty and fun. And I, and I want to toe that line with obviously never being disrespectful and crossing that line to where I consider like an F boy, pretty much a piece of crap. But <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I'd like to be, you know, flirty, flirty, fun and kind of, you know, definitely always stay, Staying a nice guy with a good moral compass, but you know, still being spontaneous, fun, and energetic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you, you seem like a nice guy, Nico. I'll just say that you seem like a very nice guy. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I, what, what I think we've learned is that Reality Alert is the real villains of this season. <laughs> yeah, uh, we're, we're question pepperers. Tamaris, uh, I will say what she—the evidence that she brought up—is that after the season, you all went to the club. And she said that you and Casey instantly were, were were dancing with some ladies. Like your relationship with Tamaris never happened. That's that's basically what she said. So okay, I'll say. <laughs> so first of all, we definitely were not dancing with with girls or anything. And this is this. Whoa! Is, this, this is juicy. This is, this is the sad reality of it. So careful, I, Max. Careful. I'm gonna give you guys say what she said. <laughs> Yeah, no, for sure. Uh, I don't um, want to get in trouble again. <laughs> this is a little bit. So this is how you guys know, like I, I'm, I'm being serious about it. Because again, and this is, I would never have done this six months ago. Like, like I'm not, yeah. I'm not ashamed to say, like I was hurt. I, I wish Tamaris picked me. You know, before I would brush it off and act like I didn't care. But you know, I, I did. And part of that is this, like one of the things that I like kind of regret, I, I don't now because you know, I see she's an F girl, but after the, sh after the show was eliminated or after we were eliminated after the finale, um, I'm a sad boy summer and I'm type, I type up a, a novel. No one knows this. I'm this is, this is like, it's like a freaking paragraph on paragraph, essentially just like more so closure asking Tamaris what's real. Um, and it's like, okay, because you and anyone that goes to the final six, you, you eventually talk about like, how, how are we gonna make this work in real life? And so I kind of was like, you know, just like give it to me straight type thing. Um, you know, do you want to try or maybe like, you know, try this in real life, even though like, whatever, just kind of like to oh, see wow. if it was real. So this thing is this novel is texted up. And what you guys don't, what's not shown, what's shown like backwards is that when Casey and I are eliminated, we're out. And so it's just Louise, Mercedes, Mia, and Peter on the stage. And then they shoot all this F girl stuff. Like I'm an F girl, F girl, F high. 
And so that kind of like came like after the fact. And so we meet up with Mercedes and Peter and they're like, yeah, dude, she, she popped off. She, she started saying she's an F girl and all this stuff. And so now my ego is coming into play where I'm like, damn, like maybe I did romanticize this and, you know, like, and it, and it was more so, and I'm, I was disappointed at the time. Like I sat on that for about two months. Cause I'm like, I never sent that text because I was like, you know, you just went through this whole thing, finding yourself and, and being vulnerable and you did the mansplain. And, and I was just telling you guys how, like, I was so thankful for F Island because, you know, it's made me a better man. And then I wussed out at the last second to send this text, but I'm actually glad I didn't send it now because, you know, Tamaris has really laid into this whole F girl thing. And, in a real world, um, now knowing who she actually is, I would actually never date or be with a Tamaris. You know, I'm a nice guy looking for a nice girl. So that one ended up, you know, working out in my favor. But so, yes, to your question, I'm rambling here, but to your question, yeah, I was hurt. I was, I was butter. So when we were in the club, I was probably, I was steering clear from her. Like Casey was there and he's like, oh, dude, forget her. Like we're going to have fun. We're doing this. But like, we're going to be like, we're going to be the man when you get back to Chicago. I'm like, okay, like just give me a second to, to digest. So was I socializing with her after I heard she like laid into this F girl stuff and she just eliminated me on national TV. No, I wasn't exact, but I was upset, you know, and that's nothing. I'm not criticizing Tamaris in any way, like yeah. that, but I just, I needed a sex. So, um, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's anything. I I, mean, I definitely kept my distance because you know she rejected yeah. me. But yeah, I mean that's 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 the the truth of the matter. So you, I, I'm just really fascinated to hear that you were um, really seriously considering still having a relationship with her uh, after the show. Just considering, like you're both in different states and everything. Yeah, uh, like that's uh, you know. Max and I joke around on the show a lot. Like, why wouldn't everybody take the hundred thousand? Like, uh, how often do these act- relationships actually work after the shows? You know, when you when you get up to your thirties, you you look back and you're like, well, you know, I I really needed that money. I really need that money. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I think for me, like, remember, like the money was. I never even like the money was a plus. I never knew about money. That was just kind of yeah. like a bonus. So, like, again, like. When I think about it, you know, if like if you would ask me right now, what I like, so I had, you know, I could it could have been fifty thousand dollars. I gained twenty plus friends, forever friends for life. I learned so much about myself and 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 have become such a better man because of it. The girl that I actually fell for turns out to be a girl that I would never actually be with or, you know, be my forever person in real life. So there's no harm, no foul there. So if you even offered me a hundred K right now to trade in what I've learned from like those four things I just mentioned, I wouldn't do it. Like it, it's, you know, the money, like what I, what I've gained personally. Is, Can we ask you again in 10 years? By the way, Nico, I just want to make it clear uh, to you and to anyone listening, especially from your cast, we're, we weren't trying to like drive ill will between you and Tamaris with these oh, questions. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, I, I, like we were just curious because it's interesting to hear the different sides of uh, when people of answer, we follow up. Like we, yeah, we don't, no, okay. yeah, and like we wanted to give you a chance to tell your side of the story, and I and we never want to, you know, just let to let you know we're not like let's make the people fight, you know, yeah, like yeah. we're not interested. Yeah, yeah. I, I have the utmost respect for Tamaris. We're 
we're good. There's there's no animosity between us. So I mean, she'll always hold a special place in my heart just from the experience that we went through. So yeah, no problems. Yeah, and we respect the both of you. So, but yeah, yeah. we also we also love the tea. So we respect the tea as well. Yeah. So. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is a reality show after all yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how how big were you a part of the whole uh messing with nikolai uh thing to make him admit that he was a uh dumb blonde thing uh so that was honestly that was a 50 50 split so my thing was um you don't see as much as my role you see me and you see the if you know, if she hears you called her a dumb blonde, you are fucked. one of the best moments. Exactly. Of the show. So, my thing was like, I'm like, Nikolai, I knew who he was from the jump. He was one of the guys, I'm like, all right, you're an F boy. So, like, you kind of, I'm just kind of like, every time he's like, you know, you're like, whatever, dude. But my thing was like Mercedes, and you see this, like he he's malicious. He's out for blood, right? The entire time. I actually on camera knew he messed up. So I threw him a lifeline, what I'd call like a softball, like trying to save him just from like the goodness of my heart. Cause I'm like, dude, are you serious? Like you're literally, you're donezo. And I'm, I literally was like, oh no, no, you meant to say like the girls in LA, they're, they're dumb blondes. And he just doubled down on it. And that's when I was like, all right, dude, sorry. I like, no one can save you now. Like, <laughs> it, 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 it was like. I get, we tried giving him a chance. And at this point now, me and Mercedes are looking at each other like, all right, let's just get this guy out of here. <laughs> <laughs> F boy, F by. <laughs> Who were you best friends with in the house, by the way? So it was probably um, in, the, in the house, definitely Mercedes. Um, Casey was, was, uh, me and him connected, uh, a lot since the show. Definitely AC has been probably my, my best friend. Like that guy is just, just a stand up dude. Uh, Benny, everyone loves Benny. Benny's Benny's, uh, everyone's like best friend in the show. So probably, probably those four guys. But did you know you, you like knew Mercedes was a fuck boy though, right? Ah, see, I'm going to be honest, man. He played the game very, very well. He So I knew when he got into all the arguments, I'd have a lot of like off-camera stuff with him. But um, yeah, I think I knew, but later than most. Um, mm-hmm. because the guys, he actually has a pretty good demeanor. But then when he started like getting in arguments every other week, it was like, all right, we, you know, he's pretty abrasive. I, I you're goofy. <laughs> yeah, you're goofy. <laughs> goofy. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard that word 50 million times in two minutes. <laughs> so what was this uh, whale watching date like with Tamaris? It was cool, man. I, I, it was, it was a, we, first of all, it was like, we saw like six whales. It was bonkers. Like I'm talking like belly up, coming back down. Um, so it kind of like set the, the, um, the scene and you're like, okay, we're doing something like we're seeing something crazy. It's every day you see several whales flipping out of the water. And then um, there's this thing in Cabo. It's the infamous uh, arches arc or what it's called, but it's like a circle that comes out of the water and it's called the love arc. And so, you know, obviously played into that. That's when we share our first kiss. Um, But yeah, it it was a good time. had some champagne in the front of the boat and that's where like, I was one of the earlier, First individual dates, but you know that's where you really, really kind of connect with someone. And those are like all day things. They show about five minutes of it, but I mean, 
you're there, you leave around shoot 10 a.m. and you're not back till 7 p.m. Like it's oh wow, it's a big ordeal. So and that's where you do like you know you talk you're there's a lot of like, transporting, you're doing certain things, and there's a lot of downtime to like just be like okay, look what we're doing, this is crazy, and that's where you really connect with someone as opposed to like cameras like sitting in your face. Yeah. Right. Uh, about this first uh, kiss, we did hear about this from you. Oh my God, kissing Tamaris is like. I want to say like the 4th of July, but not just the fireworks. It's like the finale where they're just like, boom, boom, boom. It's like 50 fireworks. And you're just like, okay, give me more of that. <laughs> okay, give me more of that. Give me more of that. <laughs> but uh, Tamara said that she didn't enjoy this kiss that much, but she said she didn't love the kissing. Wasn't that great, but... <laughs> What did she you guys do? That, the roast of Nico? <laughs> we, we peppered her with questions. Okay, we peppered her. <laughs> I gotta go watch this interview. I'm gonna as soon as yeah, I'm done. You, you, you listen. We ask very in-depth questions. So, no, I like. I'm here for it, guys. Good stuff. <laughs> so, so this is a very good question. So, but she said that your kissing on the final date was very good. So, my so, question is, what did you do to improve? between this date and the final date to up your kissing game. Hold on. You, before, you, before he answers that, though, I just want to know how many messages from Tamaris just popped on your phone? I'm so sorry about these fucking guys. Pepperers. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, okay, so there's, okay, two things. You said, uh, how did I turn it around? Um, Mercedes pulled me into his room. He's like, dude, just practice on me, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's actually funny you say that because on our 24-hour date, this is an off-camera moment, Tamara's just like, Nico, I'm so sorry. I have to tell you something. I'm like, oh, shit. She's not going to pick me. <laughs> like, I was like, okay, damn. She's like, I said you're a bad kisser. And I was like, no, you did not. I'm like, because you know – Thank God it did. I was like, that's going to air for sure. <laughs> Every, like, I got to go home. I got to practice on my pillow. All, <laughs> all the, all my buddies. Like, I'm like, that's, that would have been worse than Buzz Lightyear. So <laughs> um, I don't really, I can't say actually what I did to turn it around. I think, yeah, in the show, she, she mentioned that like, oh, he got to be a better kisser. I, I didn't, I didn't do anything. I didn't practice. And I'll tell you that much. Cause I didn't find that bad. Get, well, yeah, that's what I was wondering. A nice guy grotto, it, did it change you in some yeah. way? Did they all teach you how to kiss? At a, nice lot guy of, a, lot of, a lot of pillow time by myself. <laughs> Uncle, <laughs> Uncle Brant didn't teach you? Yeah, yeah. He pulled me aside, sat me down, and said, this is what you got to do. <laughs> I can't wait. I'm going to be like, so I'm a bad kisser. I mean, she did say it to me, but I'm like, <laughs> she mentioned that you that she pulled you aside in that uh, interview we said okay yeah she she mm -hmm. yeah, yeah she's like yeah and i said it to his face <laughs> yeah oh you did it like, really okay up there we're like, like doing the titanic thing in the yeah. <laughs> so, <okay>. uh <laughs> let's talk a little bit about this kylan situation that essentially just completely screwed you over yeah. Uh, it sent you to the nice guy grotto. Mm -hmm. Um, so <laughs> I guess the question is, why did you 
uh, go to bat for Kylan in that specific scene with Louise? Yeah, so here's here's the, the, the real truth of it. So I honestly, in that moment, didn't necessarily believe I was, I was, my intent was not to go to bat for him. It was never, I'm defending this guy. Um, when you, when I got called over, they said, oh, he said, he said this in Kylan like admits to it. So I was more like, oh yeah, he said that. Like you watch like me, Kylan and Keener are like, yeah, he said this. And then I elaborate on it and say a stupid phrase in locker room talk. And I was like, more like, yeah, I was agreeing to it. Not like I support it. Like, obviously it was incredibly disrespectful. You should never talk to any woman in that manner. But like, I wasn't like, oh yeah. Like, you know, and then I just kind of like summarize it as like, yeah, he like, you know, mentioned like, yeah, he was, he was talking about it because the reality is, is like, I don't actually remember like today anything that he actually said, like you mm. do these little interviews, like what was your date? Like, 15 times a day in groups of two, four, six, and then the entire person. So you, you, I mean, it's a full-time job. You're, it's sun up to sundown uh, until the girls come over. And so I actually didn't remember. So I didn't actually like anything like the whole 25 site kissing booth thing. I, I don't actually remember hearing that. Obviously I don't condone that, but um, yeah, in the moment I just, I honestly didn't comprehend it for what it was, which is just ignorant and stupid on my part. And then sadly misspoke, but I mean, listen, I, I take responsibility for that. That's being on a dating show as a person that was there for the women that, sh you know, like in the moment when I, we were talking about it, I should have been man enough to be like, Hey man, not cool. Like this is, these girls are broadcasting themselves on national television. They're supposed to be making, they're supposed to be building connections. They're supposed to be kissing and, and, and you know, doing that's what the show's for. So, um, you know, that was out of line and I, I should have been better in the moment when, whatever, whatever Kyle was saying to be like, yo. If Louise had got you alone and asked you that question, do you think it would have gone different? Cause Kylan was like right there next yeah, to Yeah, exactly. And if you watch, I'm more, I'm kind of, I'm just like nodding my head agreeing that like, yeah, he did do that. He did say that. Not like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got his back. I'm giving him the stamp on this. No, absolutely not. I, I understand the urge to not be a tattletale right in front of somebody's yeah, face. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was probably going through my head too much. <laughs> The crazy thing about it was um, when I, when I, after the, a, a, a producer pulls me out of the scene, they're like, what are you doing? And I was like, what do you mean? Like, I didn't, I didn't say anything. And they're like, Kylan said that. And I was like, are you, are you serious? And they're like, yeah. So that's why I like, you see later on, I do, they say I was drunk. No, I was just pissing my pants nervous because I knew I, I screwed up. I actually pulled Austin aside. And I was like, hey, man, did he actually say that? And he's like, he did. So in that in that scene where all the guys are swarming Austin like a shark, I actually – and you would like like logically think that I would be like the one that also beat up with Austin because he threw me under the bus. But I actually break that whole thing up like, hey, all right, guys, we're done with this. Get off his back. Like everyone pretty much hated him and for a snitch. But I was like, Kylan did say that, and that is inappropriate. So – yeah, and then once I understood the magnitude of what was going down, that's when you see me do a separate apology with Luis and then Tamaris. And, you know, I was just so damn nervous. Like, damn, I just had the best day with Tamaris, and now it's all crashing down. Mm -hmm. And did you get vibes pretty quick that you would be bottom two at the very least, if not going home or going to Nice Guy Grotto? I thought for sure, and rightfully so, I thought I'd be made an example of. 
Um, but again, like, so, you know, like Luis is the one that called me up and, you know, I was like, when I came up there, I was like, okay, like I, I made a mistake. And then I thought like, you know, after my apology, apology and everything that would have um, sufficed, but, you know, Tamaris is out to eliminate uh, F boys from the jump. You know, she wasn't, she wasn't messing around, which again, like when I started to eliminate like Mikey D and all these other F boys, I was like, okay, this girl's, she's not messing around. Like she's here for the right reasons to build a connection. Yeah. So I was like, I could understand, but yeah, I didn't think it'd carry over to the next week. And she mentioned that in our, in our interview with her, that, um, she, because she was getting out people like Mikey D, uh, and some big personalities and just taking out F boys one by one, uh, F boys didn't really want to fuck around with her at all. And that's why she just ended up with nothing but nice guys pretty much. Yeah, that's, I think by that time, honestly, cause if you're, and you're not like paired up with someone by like the fourth week, you kind of fall through the cracks and it's like, that's how, that's how I feel like Asante's story was. It was like too late, like, or, or guys like that. And so you want to make a, like an effort towards a girl early and often. Um, but yeah, I mean, Tamaris was, I mean, she's, she's queen B. So like, you know, that was <laughs> like, I could yeah. see if you were an F boy guys being like, all right, maybe I don't have try to go to Fergus. They'll see me for who I am. Do you think that your in-person apologies would have gone better if you were more sober? The, uh, <laughs> I got nothing to hide. There was definitely days where the boys got after it. <laughs> you seemed really drunk for that, those apologies. You were I, honestly, I literally had to be like, was I drunk? Like, I had to think of, like, I sound like an idiot. And like, I don't <laughs> Like I, I take pride in having like good social awareness. But you know, you do that thing when you're like talking to someone, you clearly understand they're not following with you. So you check in, you're like, so you get it? And like I like did that. And I was like, you, you understand what I'm saying? Like knowing like on, visibly on her face, she's like, all right, dude, shut up. Um, like I could see that. And again, I just felt like that was already after you know being off the chopping block. And I and it was I was kind of just doubling down in it. Like I really wanted her to know that hey, I made a mistake. Yeah. I take it like in like I guess technically because I was already forgiven like prior to that and I gave him a speech on elimination. Like, I apologize in a public forum that you don't see like during like a little beach party. Apologize on purpose uh, on purpose. So I was like just kind of like doing I wouldn't say overkill, but I was like I wanted to make sure that they knew I was sincerely sorry for for being associated with that. And I, I honestly I wish I wish I I would rather say I was drunk. Then be like, hey, I'm a wussy and I was nervous, but it was legitimately just nerves. And again, this oh. time, like six months ago, I would have been like, nah, I was just wasted. Like, I'm comfortable in my own skin right now to be like, listen, I was just nervous. I literally. Interesting. You should have done an apology rap. That's what I think. You <laughs> yeah. Get the whole group together. <laughs> you could you could do an apology rap battle with Brayden. Great. <laughs> I'll take Wayne because I know he's gonna mess up. <laughs> no, he actually crushed his rap, but they they played it out to like yes, he like stuttered, but then once he got going, he just freaking spit. Oh really? Yeah, oh wow! So he got done dirty by the yeah. end. Of yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we actually did think that Dwayne had more interesting kind of things going on in his rap, uh, even though it it sound even though like he he delivered it shittier in the edit. But I was like, there's some more interesting stuff going on here yeah. lyrically than Brayden's. I gotta say, and the thing, like, and again, Brayden actually is a is a really good like 
rapper. I don't think they, they give him the SoundCloud rapper thing, which makes it sound. <laughs> but he's he signed a deal. Like he's he's it trending in the right direction. So got to give him credit or credit oh, wow. too. But he like had a couple days to write his thing, and again, like he he crushed it. And then Dwayne's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm I kind of had a couple things together, but like I'll just kind of make it work. And I was like, dude, badass. Interesting. So, uh, the mansplain happens because uh, after you're eliminated, we lose you for like a, a week of the show, basically. What is Nice Guy Grotto like? I gotta yeah. ask. It's it's sweet, guys. Honestly, it's almost as nice, if not as or nicer than the house that we stay in. Like it's another huge, ridiculous mansion with a pool. We're waited on hand and foot. I mean, it's you know anything we want i mean you could get anything before like while you're in the house but no they they took care of it it's it's pretty it's pretty sweet wow. lucky you because you know at limbro they don't they don't get food they're they're <laughs> sleeping outside every night it's, it's rough so yeah. that you know did that weigh on your conscience knowing that all those f boys are down there and just having a difficult time not for a second i was like good <laughs> sorry boys you made that choice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so you vanish for a week of the show. The only thing we hear about you is that Tamaris misses you. And edit wise, we're like, all right, we get it. Nico's the new Casey. He's coming He's back coming into back. the show. <laughs> now, did you have any idea you were going to be brought back? No. So I had zero idea. I get this question a lot. Like, one, how much is it edited? And um, it's not like there's prize money at the end. So legally, a producer cannot make you do or say anything. Now they can lead you to water. You don't have to drink. Um, but in, in my situation for the mansplain, um, listen, again, I, I was sad. Like I was upset like that I was eliminated, especially because, you know, I, I thought I, I did. I had a real connection. And then ultimately at the time, Casey wasn't really there yet. And Tom was the front runner. And we all knew there was not really a world that Tom and Tamara should be together. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm the guy. Like I know she cares about me. And so I'm sitting there, sad boy summer in the grotto, just kind of kicking myself. And I first thought about it when Nikki Glazer came in. She's like, hey, like Tamara said she missed you. But like Nikki's like this amazing person. Like that was like her literally just being sincere. And I thought she was just like kind of like, hey, like, like she could see I was I was upset, right? She could see I was, you know, like, hey, Nikki. And she's like, hey, like she's been talking about you. And so now I'm kind of like, I'm not like there with it yet. But um, then producers kind of are asking me because you every you shoot in the grotto a lot. You see none of it. So, if, like for example, when someone's eliminated, they come to the grotto and, they, and the guy they walk into the grotto. All the new eliminated guys, new eliminated nice guys, and they're like, "Hey, what happened in the house?" Like, "Oh, this week, Tom slammed his hand." And then some of the guys are like, "Oh, like Tamaris mentioned you. Tamaris said this." So now I'm kind of oh. like the courage to be like, "Damn, like, is there something I could do? Like, is there a way I could like?" get back in the game because I did see season one. I did see Casey do that. And so then the mansplain came up and that's where it's like, you got something on your chest, say it. Like, again, producers can't tell you what to say, but they're like, Hey, you got drama. You got tea spill that. Like this is, this is your time. Of course. So yeah. I go to a producer and I was like, Hey, like, and they're, they're more like your therapist than anything. Like, so again, I'm bouncing, I'm asking, I'm bouncing an idea off them. Like, listen, I just know what I had with Tamaris was real. Like if I shoot my shot and ask to come back in, like, do you think that would be okay? And they're kind of like, listen, Nico, that sounds epic, 
But just understand, it will be equally as epic as the guy that stands up, gets rejected, and you're like, yo, dude, you totally read the situation wrong. So it's like, shit, okay. <laughs> That's kind of nerve-wracking. But they're like, you you have, like, if you want to, like, shoot your shot. But they're like, Nico, we need you to know that, like, this is 100% Tamaris's choice. Like, they're like, we're like, if she wants you back, she'll take you. If not, whatever. And I actually didn't even think I would replace Tom. I just thought I'd be a third option. Right, yeah. And then Nikki Glazer says, you got to pick one to replace. And I'm just sitting there sweating. You thought I was nervous when I was apologizing? Holy cow. I was nervous. <laughs> so have you bought Tom a beer yet for that? <laughs> I have bought him a beer okay. yet. We did this okay. together. And I was like, Tom. <laughs> the crazy thing about Tom is that in a perfect world, me and Tom are best friends. Like, we're kind of like, he like he's the only other dude that likes country music. But Again, like we were kind of like pent against each other and you know freaking the only time like tom and i vibed is like i mean you guys saw so casey that guy just walks through he does nothing right and tom came up to me one day because we both know like hey we kind of like he's like we got, got band together like this guy if we, like he's if we actually care about tamaris we got to you know make light of like how obvious it is that he either has a has a girlfriend or just broke up there to come back on the show because mm -hmm. we all know they're dating now yeah mm -hmm. so um i was like dude i wish i had that leverage but i just got in trouble for in week uh four for you know my island drama and then tom got in trouble for when casey stood up for his one-on-one -on -one date and he's like oh tamir she have a type so neither of us like we're all sitting here like we care about this girl but how do we make her see that this guy is obviously just you know an F boy with a nice guy label and we just didn't have the, the leeway to do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you're back in the house. You've, you've taken Tom's spot. He's thrown his ring, not actually into the ocean because he's not that strong. He wishes he was, <laughs> as we've learned Benedict has the ring, I think. Or something. Which was such a great move. That's been a perfect nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, you uh, is it just like do you have any time with Tamaris before the final date happened? Yeah, I think we saw. We, it's like another like little quick. I think it was like a mixer or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and it was more just like that was her like that time where we're just like she's like I'm sorry I I, I had a th I thought you were kind of might have been an f boy and as soon as she's like as soon as I found you were a nice guy I wanted you back and she's like. I wanted you back sooner and like i honestly believe that like production didn't because supposedly what i've heard i was in you know miami with Tamaris for the finale she was saying as soon as i left she's like i'm trying to get him back because you know she saw season saw season one too um and so but i think production like didn't really want to like be redundant from like me being the casey from last year but yeah again between like the connection that Tamaris and i had and then like again i think everyone with two eyes could see that like Tamaris and Tom wouldn't really be a thing. It just made for a better story. So yeah. how was the final date? Like, did you feel you had a good chance going into it? And how were you feeling about your chances while you were on the date? Yeah. So my thing was, I, I was, my apologies have been done. I, I was like, okay, listen, she brought me back. You know, I'm forgiven but obviously I got to win her trust back. So going into it, I was like, listen, I'm going to go deep. Let's get it all on the table. Let's talk about the future. How can we make this work outside of the show? And I felt good because I was back in it. Like the hard part was done. Like 
the mansplain that that was hard. Now it was like we're just back. We're doing our thing. We're having fun. We're laughing. We're joking. You know, we're kissing. You know, doing whatever. So it was. It was good in the moment. It was great. You actually don't see it, but um, we're at that dinner and Mercedes. I didn't know that. I'm not gonna say he stole my move, but we're like my like we, we made the same move. I actually brought my lanyard from the first VIP date that you gave. Oh, me. that's funny. <laughs> and I that's really funny. Our dinner, and I was like, you know, I hope you pretty much said the same thing Mercedes says, but before him. And I was just like, hey, like Tamara's like, you brought this. I held on to it. It's meant a lot. You know, I'm just asking that you can pick me one last time. Tomorrow. Did Tamaris comment on that when Mercedes did it at the? Uh, you get a moment where like, I was like, "Yeah, I did that." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's we definitely so had like, it's, you know, it's she's coming up. I'm sure she's shaking. She knows she's gonna drop a bomb, and she's kind of like swerved, looked back. Man. <laughs> All right, well, that was a cool moment for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. Uh, so were you? How so? How worried were you when Casey was on his final date? with Tamaris. How are you feeling about their connection going into that date? Yeah. Um, and then when they came back, what were your feelings um, after hearing how it went? So like Casey and I are like, it's weird. We were like, friends. like Casey, like everyone knew what Casey was like. His story wasn't even like protected that well. So like, I never like Casey is the face of the franchise. Right. But ultimately the baby face of the franchise. The baby, yeah, exactly. And so like, <laughs> You know, he walks in and Tamaris is fangirling over him. But I'm like, you know, let's be honest. This guy's not getting deep with her. You know, he's being cute. He's being cheeky. He can talk his way out of murder. But, like, ultimately, if Tamaris is here for the right reasons, I just – I felt I had that leverage. We had those hard-hitting conversations, right? And I think the thing, like, especially, like, amongst the guys, like, everyone was, like – like, Casey, Casey would look like, do you see go nap? And like I me and him shared the same room and I would just pepper him with questions. I was like, dude, you're gonna be my friend. <laughs> like, even though we're competing with the same girl. But I mean, like he had a girl, and like he, you know, I don't want to speak for he's in Chicago now and we hang out. And like my thing was, you know, Casey was he was just you know, he's going through it, man. Like it, it was never a, a thing for him. And I, I, you know, being that Tamaris was out for F boys and doing whatever. I was confident that she would like see see through that, but um, you know, obviously, she turns out to actually be an F girl, and that probably makes more sense for you know, clout and whatnot. So I hate to pepper, I really hate to pepper, but I have to ask because in our Tamaris interview, she said she felt both you and Casey if nice guys were allowed to take the hundred K would have taken the hundred K. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah. So there's no doubt in my mind. Casey, Casey would have taken the hundred K. There's there's no doubt. Everyone, everyone knows that. Um, But no, there was never. So again, remember the money. I never even knew about money coming into this. Like it was, that was just like an added thing. And this was always a dating show. And I was like, Hey, I'm going to come into this open-minded i'm gonna i'm gonna give the dating show experience the chance it deserves right for this to actually work like i'm not i'm not dumb like am i gonna fall in love i don't know but like i'm gonna i'm gonna give it a good go to where like maybe something like there's crazier things that happen than falling in love thrown into an intense bubble in paradise with spectacular dates like 
I was going to give it a, a fair shake the way I think it should have been done if you're actually there for the right reasons. So, no, there was never uh, a doubt in my mind. And I couldn't I – I would never do that to Tamaris. I just – that would be – to think I fought my way back and really put myself out there and the mansplain only to rip her heart out, no. No, no chance. That was That was never in the cards for me. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it's her word against yours, against <laughs> ours. Uh, yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> against us. I don't watch a freaking interview, man. <laughs> against the villains over here. Yeah. Golly. <laughs> the the beard faced assassins over here right? <laughs> <laughs> screwing things up. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah. She, she said, uh, "Wait, so, so you you were like a so you really thought going into it? You were were, were you like?" Like, like on a percentage scale, how confident were you that you were going to be oh, chosen? I think you guys froze on me. Can you hear us? Can you hear us? Okay, I got you now. Sorry. Okay. okay. On a percentage scale from zero to 100%, how confident were you that Tamaris was going to pick you going into the finale? I would say 49% me, 51% Casey. And I, oh, give, wow. I give him the slight edge because... So my thing was like, I kind of held Tamaris in this like high pedestal, right? I'm like, she sees through his act. You know, he's really an F boy. Like, I don't believe that Casey was actually talking deep. I do think that, you know, she was fangirling over him because he's the guy from season one in the face of the franchise. But those are just looks and things that don't actually mean a ton in a, or shouldn't at least in a relationship. And I just thought like in between the lines, one-on-one, um, you know, we were very more like personal and got to know each other on a, on a deeper level. I, I just, and again, I only see the clips from what I've seen on the show. Um, but I also missed the latter, those latter episodes. And that's where like you, you, you weed out some of the riffraff and that's, those mean a lot more. Like, even though Casey came in the first three episodes, it's crazy. It's chaos. Those first three episodes, they have 50 dates in one night and like they're saying the same crap over and over. I'm surprised who they remember who they even talked to. So I think I, that's why I give Casey the, the extra 1% because he was there for the, the latter episodes that I missed where he could have covered a lot of ground. Mm -hmm. he, he also told her that he loved her. See, I, if you had done that, I think maybe you could have sealed the deal, but you oh fucked up. You, you didn't go deep enough. That was a funny <laughs> yeah. I wasn't able to drop the love bomb. I saw it, dude. I, I texted him. I was like, no, you didn't. He's like, dude, we didn't see me. He's like, there's no way. They actually put that. Because he goes, that was a mistake. That was whatever. Like, I don't know what it was like. It was like a Freudian slip or what. But. He meant to. Well, I like his excuse was great. He was like, I didn't mean to. I was just, you know, doing that thing where I just pepper them with compliments, you know, yeah. where I just can't yeah. stop. Right. Which, again, like, that's just part of the Casey you know, act like whether he did or did not. Like he's he's a wordsmith with words. I'll give him that. But he's a again, smooth like, operator. Yeah, <laughs> baby face assassin. Yeah. <laughs> so the finale happens. Did so? I guess everything happened in the order that it was shown, right? It, 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 it did not happen in the order. Oh, well, oh, hold on. Are you talking about in reference to they're just like option to take the money or not, or the. So, well, what are you order chronologically? I'm just specifically talking about the girls having the option to take um, the hundred K and then Tamir's like proclaiming an F girl. That yeah. Was wait, so what didn't happen? What, what are you telling us didn't happen in the order that it was shown? I was talking well, about. Like, Tamir's never said she was an F girl in front of Casey or I like, we oh, were, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
out of the house. And then she just like doubled down on it and did that F girl, F high stuff. And like, so it just turns out she was an F girl. Like again, and this is like half the stuff, the red flags, like, you know, I was there for half of them. What gets you out of the uh, bed in the morning money? Have you cheated? Yeah. Yes. And so like in my mind, she's 29 years old as well. I'm like, okay, like, Maybe that was in the past, and I'm enabling. This is that's a sad reality of it. Is like I'm romanticizing and enabling uh, because I did. I cared for her, but I never in a million years thought they would just pull the rug out from under me and be like, "Okay, she's actually I've grown." That's probably why they probably saw it, all the other stuff and were like, "Okay, we're gonna throw in this this option." But yeah, that whole F girl stuff that was after Casey and I left when she kind of like did that. She she cried when we walked out. She walked us both out and was like upset, and then she. Doubles back inside and is like, I'm an F girl, which is like, all right. It sounds like from our interview with Tamara, she made it seem that it was her idea um, to do the, uh, to, to choose herself. And she brought it up to the producers a so few times. I'll meet her. I'll meet her halfway on that one. Um, so again, Casey misses three episodes and I miss three episodes. The, the sad reality is, is that like, so listen, Louise, Louise and Mia both got offered the 100K. They could have taken it too, but they built real connections. And it just, unfortunately, we went for the girl that actually is an F girl, like in real life, even you know, besides the fact it happened chronologically backwards in elimination night. But I think the thing is, is like missing those three episodes, like we, like we had seven episodes compared to everyone had 10. So maybe, maybe the sad reality is like, we didn't get there. We didn't do enough for her to make that choice, but I'll say this, like for as much as Tamaris is leaning into like, I'm an F girl now, like I played the game better than everyone. Like no one's going to play me. You know, I've heard since that she was going to choose Casey and everyone and their mother knew Casey wasn't, you know, wasn't there for like the right reasons. And Casey got a girlfriend the second the show ended. So whether he had a girlfriend during the show or not, we all knew this, like, Tavares didn't play the game better than Casey. And I don't like relish in saying this, but like if, if HBO doesn't throw Tamaris a life raft in the last minute, she got played by Casey, which is just, that's, that's the, and like, I know Tamaris, like Tamaris is always like, let's be real about this. Like, let's, like, let's call what it is. She's a straight shooter. Um, that's the reality of the situation, which is unfortunate because, you know, I, again, I wanted to be picked. I cared about her a lot. And I knew this. We all knew this. Tom knew it. Everyone in the house knew it. Like, if you even listen during the show, it's like, oh, I dated her in November, but we were together on New Year's. And it doesn't, like, you know, you're just sitting there like, I know you guys tell me you saw it. Were you ever watching it and, and thinking, oh, Casey, he's he's really there for her and cares about her? Oh, no. Uh, no, no. Never. Never once. <laughs> <laughs> That's my point. Everyone knew it. And, you know, he just had the nice guy label. And unfortunately, you know, you, if, if HBO doesn't give Tamaris that that get out of jail free card, you know, Casey takes his fifty and he's back with his his ex girlfriend. The most sincerity and passion I ever saw from Casey on the show was when he was with Garrett. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's another thing too. Like, like he's he's actually obviously protected because he's the face of the franchise. But like when that happened, all of us, like especially me, like in my, in my confessional, Tom too, would be like. Dude, you're watching this guy create chaos and drama all around. At what point, as his friend, you step in and say, "Hey, Garrett, dude, chill. This doesn't look good for me." Like it he couldn't help it. it doesn't, like, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm sorry, but, but Garrett's funny. Oh, so he's, <laughs> no, he's, he's great for TV, but 
<laughs> I that was there, you know, actually that cared for Tamaris. I'm like, yo, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. <laughs> so, would you go on another reality show? I would definitely. It's for nice girls. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I, like I would. Like, yeah, I think that's the one thing. Like again, I mentioned. Like I, I'm, I'm truthfully a better person because of the show. I can't thank F Boy and Tamaris enough for that. But um, again, like I'm just in that spot. I'm looking for that person. I'm looking for my forever person. I'm not saying that I'll find them in a, in a condensed show, but maybe it starts at the show and then we continue after. So yeah, I'm in a good show where I want to do it. I want to do it the right way. And I get it now. I've seen it. I've been behind the scenes. So if I had the opportunity, I think I could do it and I could do it, do it well, the way it should be done with a nice, hopefully trying to get a nice girl. Yes. Well, so you would you ever come back for F Boy Island again? Then, yeah, I would do F Boy Island again. But again, like obviously, it's still assuming it's renewed. Yeah, yeah, it's renewed. Um, fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, I would do it. Hopefully, like I don't know, like if if it was whether it would be like F Girl with myself as lead or just coming back as an as a night guy. You know, that would be something that would be. You know, I'd like to do. I just like. I would love I would to like see to an F girl. I would, I would love to do it again. Do it the right way. You know, obviously knowing what I know now, and just not have the rug pulled out from under me. You know, like just mm-hmm. like really. Could mm-hmm. you ever really trust them? Like you can't. You can't. And honestly, that's <laughs> that's why like F Y L is so entertaining. Like it's not like other dating shows. Like these plots, these twists. That's what people keep people on the edge of their seats. Or you know, even like when people have mixed emotions, like oh, I can't believe. They would do that to you, Nico. I'm like, but you're, it's got you talking about it, right? Like it makes for yeah. good TV. So yeah, yeah. They did, um, you know, they they did a good job. Listen, Elon Gale, he's a wizard. I I read some somewhere um, that he's like he doesn't know, like he figures it out as he goes along. So like, well, that's obvious. Yeah, to compliment that, like that's probably how the Tamaris thing happened. Like as he's watching those previous things, he's like, oh, this is an F girl, which again sucks. Why did you cast her? But <laughs> she, she is an F girl, and then it's just like, let's throw this plot twist in at the end. Like I, I, I don't actually know that, but I, that's how I believe it actually went down. Is that you know, she was an F girl, and then they gave her an opportunity, and uh, she, she capitalized on it. Has uh, has your experience with with Tamaris, and uh, has that manifested any? Uh, trust issues in your dating life outside of the show at all? Wow, that's that's a great question. Um, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't get. I'm honestly. That's what was most disappointing. Is like when she said those things. Like you, I think you can even see it in my face. She's like money. I'm like money. Oh, and then she's like, oh, she's like, I cheated. I'm like, you have. Like you can see I'm honestly like, <laughs> not okay with it. Like fundamentally, those are things that you know. I don't know. Like I want, I want kids. I want a family, and um, so those are fundamental things that like I'm, I'm looking for. So I think I was just disappointed in myself because I knew those red flags, but again, I didn't, I didn't imagine like mm. an outcome. So I enabled that. I, I let it be okay. Um, I, I romanticized some things. I definitely think I liked Tamaris more than she liked me. Um, so I think my thing is now I would just stay true to myself a little bit more and not. Um, you know, like I know those, those are red flags. I know, I know what I'm looking for. I know, you know, those, those things were all red flags. Um, but no, honestly, I think I'm so much better 
before because of what I mentioned about the vulnerability thing. Like, again, yes, I would let people in, but maybe it'd be 70%. And I think the best type of love is when you can give 100%. You can see someone for all their flaws and all of their things. That's the best type of love, right? Like, that if, if I could achieve that. So I think on the show, I did that. I was like, okay, I'm going to put it all out there. I'm going to fight for this girl in the mansplain. Um, and I just think I was a little bit too cool. I thought I was too cool for school leading up to it where I didn't want to show weakness. I didn't want to seem vulnerable because it seemed like a weak emotion, but, um, I'm totally cool in my skin now with being like, I'm cool showing my emotions. I'll, I'll call it how it is. I'm still, you know, hopefully a fun and outgoing dude. So, um, yeah, I, I couldn't, I think it's, it's literally made me that much better of a man. And because of that, I'm going to be that much better to my partner. So I'm set up. I think I'm set up for for a lot better than I was going into the show. Mm, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I like that. Are you dating anyone now? I'm not dating anyone right now. Um, I'm. It's weird. I'm. I'm kind of like taking a, a, a small break because I just want to be respectful. Like it's hard. Like if I go on a date with a girl right now, it's like. Oh, just so you know, uh, if you haven't seen my social media, I'm going to be sucking face with a pink haired girl on TV. So <laughs> I to, like be respectful of that. Like, that's a lot to ask for someone. So I'm not like rushing into a relationship right now. But yeah, ultimately, like I'm not, I'm not like casually dating or anything like that. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to do it and try to do it right. Right. And Lightyear just came out too. It's just, <laughs> yeah. just a whole thing. You know, there's been a lot going on right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <Lightyear> movie. <laughs> well nico thank you so much for coming on the show today um is there anything that you'd like to plug uh where where can people find you on the internet um i don't have anything to plug i'm on cameo now if you think i'm that interesting i'm really not uh just nico palalis instagram nico palalis twitter nico palalis tiktok which i don't really do is nico palalis one but I do have something to leave you with. It's not a plug, but it's some advice that really bothered me in the show that I wish it would have shown. Oh, so okay. It's the phrase, nice guys finish last. I can't stand it because usually that's in reference to like something like sexual, like a hookup or something like that. Like, oh, you didn't hook up with that girl because you were too nice, which literally could, in their defense, that could be true. But that is one singular thing anything else in life that actually matters that really matters your job your career how you treat others your friends nice guys always finish first so that phrase is garbage it's only relevant to those douchebags that think it's cool in hookup culture uh it's a very male toxic thing that i just think we need to debunk and kind of like take back the phrase because in anything else that actually matters in life nice guys always finish first there we go i love the i love that very positive note to end the show on nico yeah. thank you so much uh for joining us we really appreciate your time um and yeah follow us on on youtube twitch uh we're we're uh, reality alert on both of those we're also doing a love is blind season one rewatch on our patreon that's patreon.com slash reality alert uh, and so, yeah, we'll be you. we'll be interviewing danny uh dan luisa from fboy island season two on friday at 1 p.m so come and uh check that out should be quite the interview so uh we'll see everybody real soon
Bye. Bye. It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. F-boy, F-bye.